Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to Ugly the Podcast as hosted by me. Tills Wills hosting Ugly the Podcast by me with me, Tilly Wilson. Today's episode is going to be half about one topic that's been on my mind a lot and I've been seeing discussions on TikTok about it. However, the topic is not big enough for me to expand a whole episode. So 50% is going to be a feminist take on the retinal girls versus the ribbon bow women. And the last half is just going to be kind of like a FaceTime call, like a phone call. So I'm just really going to be just talking about celebrity crushes, about, I don't know, just random stuff, really. Books, films. I don't really know what else fashion. I don't know. Just as if we're on FaceTime with my friend, because that's what I feel like doing today. So enjoy and hope you like today's episode. Okay, so everyone, every single person that is listening right now, And I would actually put money on every single person owns a ribbon or owns a bow or has worn a bow will know about this epidemic. Is that a word? Yeah, no, of course it's a word. I just don't really know what it means. Know basically what it means. Anyway, the epidemic that is the ribbons and bow trend, right? I love it. I love a ribbon. I love a ribbon. I put them on my shoes, put them on my bags, put them in my hair, put them on my earrings on anything I can and I have been doing for a little while right it's all over TikTok love it and I've noticed a trend that it's grown substantially to grown women in their 20s I'm not going to say like women in their 40s because I actually haven't seen that yet yet I hope to I hope to but everyone is wearing ribbons and these little bows which are very reminiscent of course of being a young girl I actually did I wear them when I yeah I did I used to wear like the Jojo bows when I was younger. God, I feel like everyone wore those Jojo bows. They were good though. I like those. They're quite fun. I used to wear them to dance in my hair. They're really cute. Anyway. Oh my God, and I wore them in dance competition. Anyway, everyone wears these bows around. I, where I go to university and like I'll be walking through town, I see girls with these ribbons on and I literally love them so much. I love them. They're so cute. They are very reminiscent of being a young girl and like growing up, whether your mum would put those little bows in your hair or you would want to put those bows in your hair. It's what I used to do as a young girl. It kind of heals my inner child, right? And side note, because I, now I don't know how to link this to the whole title. However, side note, moving on, second point before we join them together. TikTok obviously has become very prevalent in everyone's lives, especially young girls, right? And I have been seeing like stitches of these videos because I haven't seen them personally on my For You page, but stitches on my For You page of, from the original video is like young girls at the age of, I'm going to predict 13, 14 years old, right? And they're doing their skincare makeup routine and they have, and I did, I am going to just preface this by saying that I did have an extensive uh, makeup bag when I was younger because of Irish dancing, because I had to have all these makeup products, whatever, but I didn't have like 
strenuous skincare routine, right? And they're stitching these videos and it's these young girls doing like get ready with me and they're doing their whole skincare routine. And people have labeled them retinol girls because these skincare routines and the makeup that the girls are using are so expensive and they're so targeted more towards I don't know, 18 plus, I would say, especially retinol. You should not be using retinol. I'm pretty sure there's not an age limit on it, but like it's obviously very strong stuff. It's used to prevent aging. That is the purpose, I believe, of retinol. And these young girls are using this retinol and there's a link now on TikTok. I saw someone the other day and she was like, she said something. I don't know how to understand this kind of where it's all come from. I understand that TikTok's such a big place, but how have we gone from, I don't know, being young girls um, to kind of growing old, to kind of switching places? These young girls want to be all, as old as they possibly can in their 20s, but these 20-year-old girls are trying to bring themselves back to when they were these young girls' ages. And I want to talk about the policing of women aging as well the attitudes to aging as a woman like the fears towards it and also as a young girl wanting to be old because of the media that we consume now when I saw those videos of like the young girls like the little teenagers but young teenagers using I don't know this strenuous skincare routine specifically retinol I'm going to use retinol as my key example because I haven't watched too many of those videos to know exactly what they're using but the main preface of this episode is like the title of retinol girls whatever like that I remember when I was early teens, I'm going to say I started watching Keeping Up the Kardashians and The Only Way is Essex when I was like 10 years old, I'm going to say. Wait, maybe, okay, prediction, 10 to 12 years old, okay? Don't know the exact date, can't tell you the year, can't tell you the month, can't tell you the day, but I can tell you it was when I was quite young, probably too young to be watching this stuff. And I have a birthmark, right? I have a big birthmark, you're probably thinking, what the hell is she on about? birthmark on my arm and my stomach and when I was watching the only ways Essex and like most of the episodes they'd be in like Marbella or they'd be in Ibiza they're not the same place oh my god did I just ask if they're the same place shut up anyway <clears throat> starting again I have birthmark saw them in Marbella all these girls beautiful girls with bikinis on and none of them look like me right and I was so ashamed of this birthmark that I have that I literally used to google how to get it removed because I was like oh my god, I would do anything to be 20 years old, but when I'm 20 years old and I'll be at pool parties, I don't want to have to have this birthmark because none of these other girls do, right? I just remember this significant feeling when I was a young girl, 10 years old, and I'd be watching, I don't know, the media that I consume at the time was like reality TV shows, and all I would want to be is an older girl. I just want to be 20 years old, have my own money, be able to go out and party and drink and flirt with boys and stuff like that. Which is crazy because now, I mean, I love my life so much and I'm really happy where I am as a person. But obviously, given the opportunity, if I could live a day as when I was younger, of course I would take it. But I've noticed this big shift from wanting to be older to now because of the prevalence and enormity of social media, specifically TikTok. Young girls kind of do have this option to be a little bit older. I didn't know what retinol was until about eight months ago, six months ago. But because of social media, because all of this influence from older generations and older girls, younger girls are obviously consuming this media. Forget me consuming TOWIE or like bloody keeping up the Kardashians. But these young girls can literally go out and, I don't know, purchase all these products and just continue. I feel like 
I always noticed it. I don't know whether you noticed this as well. When I was in high school, the older I got, like, say if I, I don't know, I was in year 10, the year sevens would look so much older than I did when I was in year seven. When I was in year 11, the same thing happened. The new year sevens, they would look so much older than when I was in year seven. I don't know if there's science behind that. Like, are we all just aging? I can't really get philosophical because I'm not intelligent enough to do that. But that's just something that I've noticed. But there obviously is this big thing on TikTok where all these young girls are obviously wanting to be older. And I, I do relate to that because when I was their age, I wanted to be older too. However, now I'm seeing obviously this bow trend and all like the ribbons and stuff like that, which I, I do participate in. I will wear a ribbon in my hair as much as possible, right? I literally, yesterday, I went to my sister's house and she lives two seconds away and I'm in my hometown right now, which is like gross, by the way. Hate it here. Oh, sorry. Sorry, love it here. And I wore my big fur coat I wore a turtleneck jumper and I wore a ribbon in my hair and sunglasses to walk around the corner because I'm not, sorry, I know I live in my hometown and it is ugly, but I don't want to look ugly. How did I get on? Oh yeah, ribbons, ribbons, sorry. So new thing after I just went off topic, ribbons, right? Obviously older girls wearing it, I would say from, I don't know, 16, I'm going to say 17 actually is the people that I've kind of seen wearing it, but the fashion girlies, right? Who the fashion girlies that I follow are all kind of like 18 to 25, 26, even 28. I don't know. I don't know the ages. Sorry, I've done my research. They're all wearing these ribbons. And it is obviously reminiscent of when you're a girl. But there is this feeling and emotion, not emotion, but there is this visceral feeling that is very passive. When you do put on these bows, I do feel as if I'm not even healing my inner child, but that I'm trying to connect with the young girl that I can never be again. It's this feeling of like, oh, I'll put this bow on, it looks really, really cute. But the deeper meaning, even though it does look really cute and I'm literally just wearing it because it looks cute, I'm kind of looking at myself and I'm seeing the young girl that I have always been. I've just never paid attention to. And when I was that young girl, I wanted to be the age I am now. But now the age I am now, I wanted to be the age I was then. It's such a strange thing in womanhood to grow up because every single year I have my birthday, I have this existential dread that I'm getting older, that I'm aging and that I can never get back to the age I was. I've spoke to, I'm going to say four of my guy friends about this and all four of them were like, it's just a birthday, like you're just getting older. But every single girl that I've spoke to dislikes their birthday because they hate getting older. It's not about looking older it's just this weird fear that women have when they do grow older or the women that i've spoke to when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply this is the part where I want to talk about the policing of women's bodies as we do grow older, because there's just such this weird perception from each generation and each age group that I'm kind of friends with. I say friends with, it's literally like my friends at my age, my sister who's a bit older, my mum who's a bit older, my nan who's older, right, about the perception of other women or women of a certain age or whatever age they are, that when you're younger 
you should try, say I'm talking younger, I'm talking like 15, 16 years old. You need to do everything in your power to try and stay as young as possible. When you get to 18 years old and it's time to go to university, you need to grow up, you need to mature and you need to kind of still party and still enjoy yourself, but you do need to mature a little bit now. When you get to in your 20s, you have to work really, really hard and have no social life and really sort your life out and, I don't know, be very organised and start to settle down. You need to have a family, you need to get married, you need to get your goals and stuff like that in life. When you're plus 30 years old, I have this, I've read about this perception where guys were saying that women should realistically be having their kids in their 20s. But when women do start to show their age at, say, 40 years old, they shouldn't be having too much surgery because it's so fake and it's so plastic. As soon as women, I don't know, have their kids and stuff like that, there's this perception that their life is over is what I've read which is shocking absolute shocking and as they get older and older when they're 60 plus they should be dressing for their age and they should be cutting their hair because long hair they just look like they're trying to look younger it it's so weird how at each stage of a woman's life there's a perception of how they should act and how they should it's like it's like a rule book really okay when you're 16 years old you need to do this when you're 18 years old when you're 21 when you're 40 whatever I don't see that with men. I have not spoke to a guy and they've said, oh yeah, I feel as if I feel this pressure to act this way. I feel as if I should be dressing a certain way. I see so many beautiful women and when they say hit a certain age, they change because they feel as if they have to, is what I've been told from women that are older than me. As my own personal experience when I was younger, when I was younger... I would be told to obviously try and stay a child as long as possible, but all I wanted to do was be older. Now that I am older, all I want to do is be younger, but I have to mature and I have to grow up now. It's such a strange feeling of not being in charge of your body and this almost policing of what I should be doing with my body, how I should be presenting myself as a woman. You know, you need to be very classy, but if you dress too classy, you look too old. It's just these strange kind of rules that I've noticed over the past couple of years. And I've noticed like just being an onlooker to other people, to other women. And you know, I just say, be yourself. Do exactly what you want to do with your body. If you are 16 years old and you do want to have this like long skincare routine, I'm not going to stop you. I'm such an advocate for just like leaving people be if they're not harming anyone. Like, I always say this on my podcast, if someone wants to identify as a fox, it literally doesn't affect me. Like, you do you, you know what I mean? You're not hurting me, you're not hurting my life, so do what you want to do. If you're 70 years old and you want to wear bows in your hair, wear bows in your hair. My mum always says, well, she doesn't say anymore, but now she used to say, like, oh, I can't wear that, I'll look like I'm trying to look too young for my age, or I'll look silly. And I never understood that until she kind of explained, and she was like, well sometimes there's this perception that like women could be trying too hard to look younger than they are and I'm like okay but even if they were how is that affecting anyone it's so strange but I just think that if you want to be whatever you want to be don't let anyone's opinion change that okay I'm done now I'm ready to be a little FaceTime call please 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 because I'm home for the winter time and I don't know what to do with myself. I really don't know what to do with myself. Anyway, side note, 
I've been reading and I haven't read a book. The last time I read a book fully was, oh, I think it was Perks of Being a Wallflower and it literally just set me into a state of depression and I couldn't read from then on. And this was two years ago was when I, no, maybe not two years ago, a year and a half ago, I'd say, I haven't fully finished a whole book because it literally made me so sad that I couldn't pick up another book. However, I have convinced myself to stop buying books and not reading them because I keep doing it. It's ridiculous. Oh no, the last full book that I read, I think it was, um, no, it wasn't A Woman Destroyed. I started that, didn't finish it. Started Lolita, didn't finish it. Started, uh, oh, what else did I start? Oh, I started Frankenstein, didn't finish that. I last read Simone de Beauvoir, oh, Extracts from the Second Sex, which was very good in look into feminism, even though she's a little bit questionable. Anyway, reading Cleopatra and Frankenstein, which I'm not going to lie. So I went to Urban Outfitters. I don't really go in there that much anymore because I feel like the things in there are just not very good quality and it's really fucking expensive. Why are they charging me £50 for a piece of fabric that literally just covers my boobs? I thought, no, guys, that's enough. That's enough from stealing my money. Anyway, I'm reading Cleopatra and Frankenstein, back to the first note. And it was the book that was next to, uh, what was it called? What's that book called where she's a little bit insane and she takes antidepressants and she lives in New York? <gasps> my year of, yeah, oh, my year of rest and relaxation, right? It was next to that and I was going to buy my year of rest and relaxation, even though I've already read it. But I was like, oh, fuck, I want to read it again. I want to read it again because I am a fiend for not reading or watching anything new at the moment, which I'm going to get onto films in a minute because I the only new film that I've watched is Saltburn. And that is the first new film that I watched in like a year because I don't know why I just love rewatching films I've already watched. Oh my God, back to Cleopatra and Frankenstein. Yeah, that was it. Next to my year of re- rest and relaxation. And I thought it was like along the same lines, like it's got to be like a, a little bit of an insane female character, which I love. Because all my favourite books are like The Bell Jar, My Year of Rest and Relaxation, Girl Interrupted, The Virgin Suicides, The Great Gatsby, Simone de Beauvoir, anything. But this book, right, brilliant, brilliant book. I've started reading it this morning. I'm on page 186. It's basically just about a cool girl married to an older guy. That's it. And like they have an age gap. It's kind of hot. Wait, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. It's just, she just, the only way that I can read a book, and this sounds a little bit like, what's the word? No, not superficial. Maybe a little bit vain. A little bit superficial. The only way I can read a book is if I can imagine myself as the main character. Not imagine my, like, I'm not putting myself in the shoes of the woman from Girl Interrupted, but... If I can literally see myself as a rich woman living in New York that's super cool, of course I'm going to read the book. I'm literally going to live through the book as myself and I'm going to cast the characters as people that I fancy. For example, do I? Yeah, okay. In Cleopatra and Frankenstein, I casted... Oh, what was that noise? Casted myself as Cleopatra and Frankenstein as Drew Starkey. Ah! I might cut that out. No, I'm not. Stop being a pussy. And yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying, okay? That's all I'm saying. 
I don't think I casted anyone else. I think that was it. But the only way I can read a book, and I maybe this is something that needs to be looked into, I don't know, is if I can see myself in the book thriving, right? My year of rest and relaxation. I did imagine Suki Waterhouse as the main character. I forgot her name. No, she doesn't have a name, does she? Oh, am I thinking? No, she doesn't. But I fancasted her as Suki Waterhouse, but also myself you know what I mean because I've just got it and then I have it make a Pinterest board and I'm like this is what I wear these are all the gowns that I wear in my New York gala god I really that is something that kind of needs to be looked into I didn't just to preface I didn't see myself in the bell jar or the virgin suicides for that matter literally just my year of rest and relaxation Cleopatra and Frankenstein what other books could I see myself in oh I I could literally fan cast myself in the great Gatsby that's delusional but I feel like I could um you know what I haven't read that's on my shelf right now the secret history but I just can't be bothered I really can't be bothered I do really want to read Frankenstein because I studied that in A levels and it was so interesting as a play um I oh my god I've been halfway through Jaws for two years now not even that literally a quarter way through and I just have no intention of finishing either I fancy Jacob Elordi and I never thought <laughs> I never thought I would say that I thought I missed it, you know. I watched Brittany Broski's episode on Priscilla, right? And I understood what she meant. I watched Euphoria. I wasn't like... I feel like I didn't enjoy the second season of Euphoria because it made me depressed. Like, I was like, fucking hell. This is getting me down, guys. I am feeling a little bit sad right now. I might just click pause. And I did because I didn't finish... No, I did, actually. That's such a lie. I like the first season of Euphoria, but I feel like... I don't know, I feel like there's only so much you can take, you know what I mean? After every episode, I thought, fucking hell. Anyway, I didn't really fancy Jacob Elordi in that. Strange, because obviously he was a bit of a a bad man. Ooh, no, he was a really bad man. I didn't, no, no, that's, no, I didn't fancy him in that. But, and I didn't fancy him up until, up, all, up until like a month ago when I watched Saltburn. Because before then, I was like, no, I'm so different and quirky. Don't fancy him. Don't fancy him watched Saltburn and I thought, oh, who is that big, large and in charge man? Jacob Elordi. I thought, oh, hi, hi, uh, my name is Tilly Tillswells, host of the podcast, you know what I mean? I wonder if he fancies gingers. Side note, no, not side note, we're moving on. Anyway, watch Saltburn. That was the first, no, I think I, no, okay, I'm gonna lie and I'm gonna say that it's the first new film that I watched in a while because it was, right? I I didn't find it that weird. Didn't find it that weird. And I saw a TikTok that said that straight people would like be very audibly shocked. Audibly? Yeah. No, vocally shocked in the cinema. And like, I'm the type of person where if I'm watching a film and someone talks, I would get so, I get fuming. It gives me sensory overload. I think, shut up. Like I'm watching a film. But also equally, if I want to talk, I'll talk. You know what I mean? Anyway, during the film, when I watched it, I went with my friend to the cinema and everyone in the cinema were like literally just like talking at the screen. Like when something like the bathtub scene happened and everyone was like, <gasps> I just sat there and watched. I thought, oh, this is interesting. And I, oh, yeah. So I, the TikTok, straight people would be like very shocked by it. But gay people find it interesting. I found it interesting. Like even, OK, maybe mm, the grave scene that was inspired by like a gothic novel. So I kind of understood the influences by that obviously a bit strange but still I wanted to know the background of it I didn't just think ew 
Anyway, the bathtub scene. Okay, like, he had a crush and he thought, (laughs) slay. Oh, no, I can't say that. But you know what I mean? There was so much, so much more deeper meaning to those scenes. Maybe not so much like the vampire type scene, but it just gives you such an insight to Barry Keoghan's character. I can't remember what his name is called. I can't remember his name. I watched it a little bit while ago. But I just loved the film. It was the first film that I had been, I had felt artistically inspired by for, I am going to say, two years. Near bordering, mm, mm, is it bordering two years? No, that is not bordering two years. I'd say a year I'd been artistically inspired by a film. And that is a lot because I studied film. I wanted to study film at university. I'm very passionate about it. I love them so much. However, I lost my interest in it when I just stopped being artistically inspired by films. However, Saltburn was just so incredibly artistically inspiring and interesting. Like, I watched all of the interviews on YouTube of, what's that lady's name? Emerald Fennell? Emerald Fennell? Emerald Fennell? I don't know. I think it's Fennell, right? And she was saying that Basically, Jacob Elordi's character, the reason why he was like most of the time placed in linen or a lot of shirts was because when they were directing the film, notice in every single scene, you are foremost given a sense of place. Like the most important thing about the scene is the um, positioning of characters within the setting. So, for example, when Jacob Elordi is showing Barry Keoghan's character round the house for the first time... You can see every single aspect of the house. But firstly, all the windows, the light comes in and it shines through this linen shirt that Jacob Lordy's wearing. And it is specifically done because when you fancy someone, she said that most of the time all you can notice is their body. So already we kind of know that Barry Keoghan's character is bordering, obsessed with him if all he can see is realistically his body. I noticed that because I was like, it's just so interesting. And there's so many... Oh, there's so many literate literature influences in this film. It's so gorgeous and it gives you kind of like a a foreshadowing whenever the room or the setting is red of like the character's death. The Punch and Judy reference as well was so interesting. Ah, oh, I just loved it so much. And even like the typography of the film was just gorgeous. I could talk about that film for so long. It's already happened as well, by the way. You know, when it turns a new year... I do go a little bit insane with the mood boards and with my journaling, with buying new journals, with basically trying to be like, I'm going to be a new girl. I'm going to be a new bitch in 2024. I am. I am. Because I made my I made my mood board. I've wrote down my dreams and my goals and where I want to be in a year's time. I can't find... The thing is, I do this every year and I don't know where I locate my previous year goals. Like now I'm at the end of 2023. I don't know what my 2023 goals exactly were. They're written somewhere. Oh, wait, actually, I think I know where they are. Never mind. But I just always lose where I'm going to put them. But I bought... No, my friend bought me a mini diary. And it says... She said it reminds me of her. Hang on, let me read it. It says... What I like to drink most is wine that belongs to others. Okay? I don't steal anyone's wine, right? Okay, anyway, moving on. No, maybe just my friends. Like, that's it. But then obviously what's theirs is mine, you know? I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like I always make these little mood boards and I make these little goals. But what I'm not going to do this year is like 
I don't really do New Year's resolutions. I used to for like the past couple years. Last year wasn't as much as a New Year's resolution, more goals. But I'm not putting any pressure on myself this year to be kind of... I feel like sometimes when you set New Year's resolutions, they're kind of mean. I don't know. If I set a New Year's resolution and I was like, lose weight in 2024, that's kind of... That's a lot of pressure. I'm not doing that. My that Oh, not doing that to myself this year. All I've done is kind of like what my dreams are and how I can get closer to them with like my five-year plan type thing. And that's what I'm going to do. And even just like changing my habits, like trying to read new books, but I'm not being like, read a new book every week. Because then if I don't read a book every week, I'll feel really bad about myself. So with your New Year's resolutions and stuff, don't be too harsh with yourself. I always tr- I always do that. I always do like a regimen. I'm like a proper like dictator to my- That's harsh. I'm not a dictator to myself. I am really harsh with myself. I remember once I was like, I'm going to read 40 books in 2022. Girl, I read two. I read two books. Two books in 2022. Mm, actually, that's a lie. I read like 12, but you know what I mean? Once I set myself a goal that's I mean, I do love unrealistic goals, but if I was to say like every single morning, I'm going to do a, an hour skincare routine. And if I don't do that skincare routine that lasts an hour, I'm going to be mean to myself for the rest of the day. That's just how I work. A little bit of a bully. That's something to talk about also. Anyway, I do want to get into films more in 2024 because I've kind of lost that essence about myself. I used to love watching films. I used to write film reviews. I used to, I used to have a book club. I don't know if any of you were in it. But there was like 320 people in this book club. And there were people from like 40 different countries in this book club as well. Like, how cool is that? But again, I think that I we read one book collectively. And then I was like, mm, don't have time. I did nothing. I was just a bit lazy at that point in my life. But that's okay, because I was going through it, all right? Also, I want to talk about fashion. How many times am I going to wear those leopard print Wales bonners and then get more obsessed with a different pair of shoes? Because I don't know how much longer I can take. I always do it. Say last year I got, no, it wasn't last year. It was like September 2022 that I got a pair of like the yellow Onitsuka Tigers or Onitsuka Tigers, I don't know. Um, And I was obsessed with them. I wore them literally every single day for like three months straight. And then after that, I think I've worn them a a handful of times in the past six months, which is so bad. It's so, oh no, I did wear them in June quite a lot. Um, But I don't know, I just love shoes so much. And I feel like I actually am a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder, but I do have a lot of clothes and a lot of shoes. It's ridiculous. I do wear them a lot because I do have an issue though. If I wear a really good outfit, I'll be obsessed with it, wear it for like I was about to say four days in a row. I don't wear clothes four days in a row. But I will wear it consistently for like the next couple of weeks. And I'm like, oh, everyone's going to remember all that. Everyone's going to know exactly what that outfit looks like. They're going to think I'm weird. So I find a new outfit to be obsessed with. And then I'm obsessed with that for the next few weeks. Then I find it's constant. I'm in, a, I'm in a cycle. I'm in a cycle. But new obsession is bags. It's bags. I love a bag. Oh, no, handbags, I love handbags. But obviously I got sent that Vivian Westwood little bucket bag, which I love. You know what? Everyone was praying on my down... I'm going to say everyone, there's like a handful of people, praying on my downfall because there was an option of that one or this like little baguette bag, which I love baguette bags, don't get me wrong. 
But with this particular time, I love bucket bags. I don't own one, but my dream bag for so long was like a vintage Chanel denim bucket bag. Super cool, right? Goes on Vestair for like three grand, which obviously I'm not going to buy anytime soon. But there was this option between this Vivian Westwood bucket bag or this little baguette bag. And I was like, oh my God, bucket bag is so me. Showed it to some of my friends and they were like, ew, why would you pick that one? You haven't picked that one, have you? And I thought, guys, but yeah, new obsession is bucket bag. Special mention to this, oh my God, this blue is like a crochet, like woven. It's not like woven. I don't know how to describe it. It's so fucking talented though. Bag by the brand Olivia. Oh, it's gorgeous. Gorge, gorge, gorge. Next bag that I want to get, I want to get a red leather bag because that's the only colour bag that... No, I don't have a lot of colour bags. I have blue, blue Olivia one, green Bottega, the pink Vivian one, a silver sparkly one. But I don't have something to go with like warmer tones, obviously to go with like golds, browns and reds. I don't have one of those. The next thing I want to get is a red leather bag, but I'm just not sure. I really love, I saw the other day, it's like a red leather little... Um, do you remember? Oh my God, what are they called? They're not like lunchbox bags. Ah, oh, I'll have to search it up because they're so bloody cute. But they're like flip open type thing. Like kids have them. Maybe I'm trying to be younger again. <laughs> anyway, talking of trying to be younger, I got for Christmas a sausage dog jelly cat bag. Oh my God. That was the one thing that I asked for specifically. I was like, please... If I'm going to give you a Christmas list to Santa Claus himself, to the man up up top, up doors, upstairs, it's going to be a jelly cat sausage dog bag. Because who the hell has that? And if I see one person with that bag out, I'll steal it off you. I'll take it off your shoulder and give my one a friend. No, I'm not going to do that. I could put a bow on him. I could so put a bow on him. Oh my gosh, I also got a... What are those tumbler, tumbler cups called? They're not like the big, the big, can you hear it? What are they called? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what I got, but that was a little update. Was Oh, and I bought myself a Christmas present for the first time this year. I bought myself a refill. It wasn't a Christmas present. I just bought it on Christmas Eve. So I wrapped it up and gave it to myself. How conceited is that? I bought myself replica jazz club because that is my fragrance i literally am obsessed with replica perfumes oh my god the amount of money that i've spent on them anyway i ran out of mine no barely ran out of mine and then i stopped wearing it for like a month then this week that we went out a lot i not this week a week that we went out a lot i wore it again for like three days straight people would come up to me and be like oh my god what are you wearing or, like, if I'd hug my friends, they'd be like, oh, you smell amazing. I'd be like, oh, no, because now I actually have to go and buy a refill. I was going to do it anyway, but now you've actually given me an incentive to do it. Oh, I love it so much. I love, like, oud and woody, like, tobacco smells. So gorge. I do really want to watch more films. So if you have any recommendations, let me know. I want to be, like, artistically inspired. Talking of artistically inspired, I haven't journaled in such a long time. I love journaling so much. I think it's such a good way to get out if you're not feeling too good in your mental health. However, sometimes when I journal too much, when I'm sad, like if I only journal when I'm sad, it kind of, I think that's what's put me off is that I would only journal in the past when I was sad. So I feel as if I'm like, oh, I don't really want to journal if that book is full of sadness. So what I'm going to do 
I'm going to start writing journal entries when I've had like a good day or something good has happened, which I have a manifestation journal specifically for that. But I'm going to start writing in my normal journal for it. How many journals? Oh, I've got. Oh, my God. That's what I didn't buy this year was a papier, papier, papier journal because I didn't need a new one because I barely wrote in mine from that I got last Christmas because all I wrote in it is sad diary entries. I think, girl, stop. Like you have such good things in your life. Stop writing sad stuff gonna start writing poetry more as well because i love oh 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 is my granddad gave me all of his old cameras and he bought from his friends their old cameras bless him he was telling them all about it he was like my my granddaughter really wants to get an old vintage camera and they were like oh my god uh, bestie let me give you mine so he bought them off him i got a pentax and a yashika camera I don't know if you know what they are. They're just really old cameras and they're really cool. However, they don't... Because they're from 1966. Right? How how cool is that? I was going to swear then and I stopped myself. But the batteries don't exist anymore. So I don't know how I'm going to fund this camera. And I don't know how expensive it's going to be. But girl, I don't have the money. I don't have the funds. Because all my family are Capricorns. I don't have any money right now. I got a Jesus candle the other day with a celebrity face on it, but I'm not going to tell you who the celebrity is because it's kind of, it's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing for me to admit it because I'm delusional and I'm like, what if they're listening? What if you're listening, guys? I feel like I should leave the episode here. I feel like our FaceTime has gone on long enough of me waffling. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. This is my first trial of like the FaceTime type phone call. Ooh, why did my voice FaceTime phone call? Oh, that perfume smells so good. Um, podcast episode. So let me know if you enjoyed it, if you preferred it, if you liked it. I'm obviously going to carry on my normal podcast episodes where I'm talking about mental health and other things like that. But obviously, if you guys like this FaceTime type more just on the phone type video, I'm happy to do more or replace uh, two episodes a month of them or just add them on weekly. I would be happy to do that because they're quite fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and if you did let me know drop me a text if you actually got through to this part of the episode but I love you so much thank you so much for listening bye Mwah.